What it do? What's up, y'all? It's your boy D Walk. And it's your girl, Lady Ray. And this is the Champagne and Sugar Cookies Podcast, brought to you in part by your favorite two cousins. Raven, what's been up, man? What's up, man? What's up? What's good? Happy it's, Friday. I know, right? Happy Friday. It's been a really good week. It's been a really positive week, actually. So Okay. How, how how's your week been? It was cool. It was all right. Um, you know, productive. Went to work, you know, like a, you know, a model, a model citizen. Yo, how was your week? Anything interesting happened? Um, I, I got some good news, but you know, I ain't gonna disclose it just yet. So, you know, you you want to keep it to yourself, right? You know, until you get full confirmation on stuff like that. So right. So I'm gonna just let it marinate right now. Okay, so, that's it. That's it. Nothing else. Ain't nothing else happened. It's been good. Oh, wow. I, you know what? I take it back. So, you know, I've been working out like crazy, right? There we go. There we go. And, and I got hurt. You know, I thought it was my like appendix or something like that, but it's some down there. The doctor said I strained a muscle. She's like, she's like, I know this is going to make you mad, but you can't go to the gym. I about walked out on it right there. Oh. Uh, like, you ain't talking about nothing. Somebody get this old ass nigga <laughs> a life alert. <laughs> somebody help. You're not gonna make fun oh, of my pain. Because not you, not you to pull the muscle. My leg. <laughs> I almost lost a limb, but you on here making fun of me. Oh God, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> like I like alert. Wow. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for supporting and listening, you loyal listeners. I love you guys so much. You don't even understand. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys are doing good. And yeah, let's go ahead and get into the show because you know we're going to go ahead and start up the hood news. What's in the news? Boom. So, um, PNB Rock. Yes. Sad situation. Yeah. Sad situation. Very sad situation. And I actually, because I don't even know, you know, like, the internet is already detectives, but for like LAPD to like come out and say basically what the internet was saying. I don't know. I don't know if they were just speculating off the internet, but they were just basically saying that he did because he dropped his location on the internet on Instagram. Yeah. And I they're mean, really blaming his girlfriend too. Yes, I seen the picture. True enough, she did drop the location, but it wasn't like that she, you know, she didn't tag him or anything in it. So it's just crazy to he had they said he did too though. I didn't catch that one. Yeah, like on the news, they were saying like he had dropped his location first and then she did. And that's why and he had like posted with a chain or something. And that's why he was targeted. Yeah, that's so crazy. And then he was, you know, it was just them two. No, I think rappers these days, man, you should move. And he ain't got to have just a whole entourage with you, but definitely it's some type of security with you in a setting, you know, when you go out, whatever the case may be. Definitely have somebody with you. And it's always going to be your own people that take you down. Maybe that's, but I mean, I feel like it's only your own people because that's what environment you're in. Like, white people kill white people, Mexicans kill Mexicans. Like, it's because that's who you around. So, black people gonna kill black people because we always run other black people. We in our community. Man, go out, get your own money, get your own chain. Stop taking from other people. Yeah, definitely. That was a very sad situation, yeah. and um, I hope you know everyone do take heed to you know being a little bit more cautious with. Dropping their locations, making sure they're, you know, moving a little safer. Yeah. Okay, so next, because this shit was funny. Um, This girl, this lady, I know you seen that video of that lady, and she had basically said that on her wedding day, 
this man popped up and exposed her husband for sleeping with him. <laughs> and these blacks too. I just I don't know why I need to say it, but because it sounds like a white story. Whoa. Yeah, you said that. You said that. Whoa. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love everyone, but I just <laughs> whoa. Okay. I, but listen I the people who get it get it because she stayed she stayed with him after this man came up to their wedding and exposed them like yeah I'm fucking him girl so what like what you gonna do and basically they did an interview and she was like well you know I know my husband freaky like I just I just accept that he's freaky is freaky the word yeah, I don't. That that was cringy. Like, uh, like, nah. Young, he's a freak. <laughs> he's a freak. He, no, nah, lady, that ain't even cool. Yeah, I mean, like, it's freaky to work. I not, and in no way are we being homophobic at all. Not homophobic because some girls are into that. Like the you know men who do you know who are bisexual. However, not only were you getting cheated on, baby, but you getting cheated on stayed, and it was with the man. That's a lot going on. I feel like I feel like she got she got some dirt. She didn't make a fuss about it because she probably doing something too. That's my you thing. Think, but I, I mean, I don't care what I'm doing. I don't like <laughs> I don't I don't give a fuck. I don't care what I'm doing. I don't care. I don't care if I'm I don't care. That's equivalent to that's not I feel like even if I was fucking your dad, that's not equivalent to what you just did to me. That's like true. that's that's a lie. <laughs> That's true. That's a lot. That's a lot going on. So, yeah. I mean, how would you feel? Like that's that's just like the if you were, um, if you were getting married and on your wedding day this dyke, ooh, oh my you, god, you, you on some bullshit today? This stud. <laughs> I'm I'm finna just be quiet. I would. This, I know where you're going with the question, and honestly, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't even Because I was trying to say like a masculine woman, not just a lesbian. Like yeah. I'm talking about like a big lesbian, like a uh, you know, a, a more masculine woman came up and was like, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I would feel about that. Cause if it was like uh, not I guess the more feminine side, I probably would be like, sure, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I, care I, that you've been I, cheating I on it. me. Yeah, I know it, Raven. I know it sounds jacked up, but you know. That's wow. I know it. Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> oh, there, I guess the double standards. There we go yeah. again. I guess. All over the place. All right. I guess. Okay. Okay. I guess. So, okay. This is another thing. And I'm, I'm going to be quiet because I don't know. Because that's that's two out of three where I'm not fucked up. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I knew I was a bitch when this video of JT surfaced and she was basically snatching someone's phone who was trying to uh, record her. And I see nothing. I didn't see nothing JT did wrong, but in the comments, everybody was like, oh, JT would have got her ass whooped. She would have got drugged. Don't touch my phone. Da, da, da. What? JT from the City Girls, right? Right. Yeah. So I seen the video. I mean, I don't, I do feel like celebrities... At the end of the day, they are human. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, they they do need that space. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy that you think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it, you're a fan, 
but come on, this is still a human being and a person who got feelings and you know and and boundaries that you shouldn't violate. So don't be doing it, you know. And apparently she was recording the JC thought she was recording recording the conversation, so she right. snatched her phone. So, right. So I understand like, it. Then again, I'm like, man, most people in that situation probably were fired off on JT, but you know. And I I just feel like JT had that right because I I don't care that I'm a celebrity. You can't just violate my privacy like that. Yeah. Because people it, was like, oh, she was taking a picture. Even if she was taking a picture, I don't care. Like, don't take no picture of me. That's being real. I don't know. But the fact that she was recording a conversation, no, yeah, I do yeah. not need to hear this conversation in two or three years on somebody. YouTube channel, it got sold. I don't got time. Mm-mm, no, I no, I'll snatch that shit too. Yeah, I'll damn so. there snatch her for the audacity. <laughs> but that's what they the celebrities deal with on a day in day out basis. So yeah, I don't want to be no celebrity like that. So, but that's what they. I don't through. never want to be. I don't never want to be no celebrity like that. That's crazy. So what you gonna do when we blow up? I feel like we should like blow up like where. I still can go to Walmart. I don't never want to get that big where I just can't go out. Like I, yeah. I need to be, you know, where I can still move around. I'm like, oh my god, girl, you know me, hey girl, hey, like you want to take a picture? Okay, girl. But like the fact that I can't go nowhere, no, I don't want to live like that. That's fair. I That's don't. fair. I don't. Raven, let me tell you something. I I, I'm, I'm excited about today. I am too, because I feel excited. like we're interviewing a celebrity. You know what? I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I reached out to him, man, he was like, man, yes, I got you. It's good. I'm like, man, this dude was so dope, because I met him. Um, he opened up for Wale. That's when I actually met him. I'm like, man, this dude dope. Super dope. And he's been Hello, cool Wale. ever since. He's been cool ever since. You know what I'm saying? We've been cool ever since. So I reached out to him. He, he said he's going to get on the show, so I'm excited to have him here today. Yes, I'm so excited. Oh my god. Yes, to the people that listen to us, ladies and gentlemen, my boy Penn Davis. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Thank y'all for having me. Thank what's up, you my for boy. Coming. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem, man. What's good? Man, not much, man. I'm like I said, I'm excited that you came on the show, took the time. So we appreciate it, man. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What's been up with you, man? How's life been going? Uh man, life is good, bro. I'm I'm in a good space these days. I've been um teaching myself how to be mindful. Um, teaching myself, you know, how how not to, you know, stress about the thing, not stress about the things that I can't control. So you know, once mm. I do that, and I talk myself off off the little cliffs I be on in my head, everything's good now. I love to hear it. I love yeah. to hear it, man. So so recently, you were just voted the best hip hop artist in Arkansas, man. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I did get that, man. <laughs> how did how did that make you feel, man? Um, you know, it it's cool, man. It was really cool. I really don't like I I just feel like so many people are so talented. So when I first saw that I was recommended for that, like you know, it's always good to win best whatever, whatever, whatever. But I don't really like making lists, man. I think artists subjective. So right. like, you know, my my people had to pretty much talk me into like, yeah, man, nah, this is an accomplishment. Because I have a I have a habit of uh, downplaying a lot of my accomplishments. Because so that's like, what it sounds like you're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like, when they was, you know, when I seen it, I was like, you know, it is what it is, you know. So I I was happy for it, you know. But it just, I I just don't like I don't like you know categorizing stuff as far as best and worst. I think we all pretty good. But you know, I'll take it if people think I'm the best, then I'll be the best. 
Okay. I love to hear it. I love to hear yeah. it. But I think, yeah. you know what I'm saying, definitely in your journey, I think, you know, you always got to appreciate the small steps. You know what I'm saying? The steps right. along to the journey. Because, you know, apparently, you know, you for sure going further. But definitely, right. you know, being nominated uh, and, and winning the hip-hop artists in Arkansas, is, man, that's amazing. Yeah, it's a huge accomplishment, man. I just, um, and I, I talk to my friends, but I just got the, I, I have a habit of that. It's like, you know, I think, like I said, I'm focusing on being mindful these days, but I'm kind of unlearning a lot of times that I wasn't mindful, mm. if that makes sense. So mm. um, it's hard. That's one of the things that I'm unlearning is, you know, um, you know, appreciating the accomplishments that are a part of the journey instead of just appreciating the end destination. That's facts. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> that's real I, am I making it too deep man I'm not trying to be too deep no I'm you're just, good you know. you're good my brother <laughs> <laughs> he said that meanwhile I'm over here like I know some of these words like I'm okay. <laughs> yeah I say man I just my mind that's how I be thinking bro so I was like if I'm getting if I'm making it too too deep or making it something like that just let me know <laughs> <laughs> So, man, what did you do, you know, prior to rapping? We know you're rapping right now. What did you do prior to that? Um, like, as far as a career or just like? Yeah, just what did you do career-wise prior to, prior to you, you know, going after your dream as far as rapping? Right. Um, I was a middle school teacher. Um, for, for wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> middle school history teacher for, you know, uh, I think three years, three school years anyways. And um, one day I just decided I was going to go for what I wanted to go for. It was actually a student who kind of motivated me to do that. Um, you know, I used to tell them all the time they could do whatever they wanted. You know, all the stuff the teachers say to you. Yeah. And so one day, you know, you know, they started figuring out that I do music. I wasn't promoting it to them, but they were just, you know, figuring it out. You know, they thought I was cool. So, of course, they go home and do their investigations. And they're like, no way, my teacher's a rapper. And then they like it, you know. Yeah. And so one student was just like, man, you know. You say we can do everything we want. He's like, but you want to be a rapper. And, mm. and I said, damn, he got me. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. That's what's up, though. That is crazy. Yeah. Okay, because I, I definitely was wondering, like, was it when you said you wanted to be a teacher? I was like, was it just one day you went to work and be like, you know what? You know, motherfucking what? I'm nah. sick of these kids. It was, Hey, man, it was never the kids. Um, teaching is hard, but I, it was never the children for me. It was always the... Um, it was always like the higher ups and then the parents, like those were the things that I didn't like. But with the kids, I feel like I could be myself, you know, because um, they, they embrace you, man. You know, if they like you or whatever, you know, if not, then they're going to feed you to the wolves. But if they like you, then, you know, everything's cool. So they, they always like me. I think it was cool for them to be like, yo, I had this young teacher. He's black. <laughs> he can rap, you know, stuff like that. And I, you know, and I was a, yeah, I was a man who wasn't teaching like, no offense, I wasn't teaching like PE or anything. They were sending yeah. me in a core class, so. Oh, that's what's up, man. You know, I, that's what's yeah. for sure. And also, you recently went back and performed for them, right? Yes, I did. Um, so it's crazy. Um, I say I just the impact that I have on the on the kids, man. They just. They don't let me go, man. So, like, my first group of kids that I ever taught, they're seniors this year, and I still get messages from them all the time. Um, but that group of kids, I taught them when they were in sixth grade. And so their eighth grade prom came around, and, you know, the, uh, um, they I guess they were saying, you know, they wanted me to perform there. And so the PTA reached out to me 
they were going to pay me, man, but, like, I just didn't feel right taking money, you know, for that because I know that, you know, in teaching and education world, it's not a lot of money to disperse. So if I can, you know, assist with these kids here and let them have a really good send-off to high school, I'm going to do it. Oh. That's what's up, man. That's some real stuff that right is. there. That's real. That's yeah. honorable. So as a kid, did you want to be a rapper? Um, I, 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 yeah, I really did. I played with it. You know what I'm saying? My uncle had taught me how to freestyle when I was five. So like, it was like just coming off the top of your head, not writing nothing down. So I did that for like seven years. I'm about 12 years old. And I used to freestyle with people just on the bus in middle school because I was a nerdy kid. So I wasn't really with the cool kids, but that was when the cool kids would let me in when it was time to rap. So I was freestyling, and then one of my cousins was just like, bro, you should start writing this down. And he taught me how to, um, he's older than us, he taught me how to write down, like, songs, and this is how long a verse is supposed to be. This is how long a, a chorus is supposed to be. And that started it right there. And, you know, in my mind, I always wanted to be one, but I just never, it would always be something else. It's like, I'll be one after I go to college, or I'll be one after I get a good job, or I'll be one. You know, so that was it was kind of like plan B as far as when I was a kid. Mm. Okay. So, like I said, I, I met you uh, at the Wale concert. So, yeah. so how did how did that whole situation come about? Uh, bro, you know what? It's crazy. Um, I never really tell people this story. I, I really, I it made me believe in uh manifesting, mm-hmm. and it really showed me, you know, prayer. So I'm gonna walk you through the through the whole story because you know when I got that a lot of people thought that like people was playing favorites or um, you know how people think in Little Rock like you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I, I so I, it's back back to November 2021. I seen Wale post his tour date flyer. You know what I'm saying I seen mm-hmm. Little Rock was on there, and I'm like dang. And I sat with my girl. I was telling her I said I'm gonna open up for Wale. I just said that, and you know, this is facts. Anybody you talk to can verify these things. I told her I was gonna open up for Wale, so you know, November. Um, uh, that's November 2021. I looked to see where he's gonna be at. They say he's gonna be at the hall. I never heard of the hall before, so I, I didn't even know that was a place. And so I messaged the venue, like I emailed them, like, "Hey, my name is Penn. You know, um, I'm trying to see what do I have to do to open up for Wale because I thought that they, in my mind at the time, I thought they had control over it. Mm-hmm. So they don't really respond to me or whatever. You know, it is what it is. I then I see that they're doing like this um, hip hop show, just like a locals hip hop show. They posted that in like December. They was like, if you want to be a part of this show, you know, email us and you know audition. So. I emailed them. I sent them, you know, my little audition paper or whatever. They accepted me. And the show was like on January, like 20th, January 18th, something like that, 2022. This is the locals hip hop show. I know this story is long, but I'm going somewhere with this. No, 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 no. You good. Cool. The key focus is that I told, you know, my girl I was going to open up for Wale back in November when I first seen the fly. So, they're doing this local show, you know, in January or whatever. They say, yo, whoever sell the most tickets can be our headlining act for this for this local hip-hop show. So I sell the most tickets, you know, I get the headliner act or whatever. And, you know, I, I perform or whatever. The show wasn't really that packed. It was probably, like, all together, maybe, like, 60 people there. But that's still a lot for, you know. I mean, but that was me, my people, everybody else's people, too. 
And so, you know, I performed and the people at the hall was like, yo, man, you're really dope. And I was like, yeah, appreciate you, man. Thank you. And I asked them again, like this time I'm face to face with them. What can I do to open up for Wale? And so they was like, man, we're going to be honest with you. We really don't have no control over that. That was like that was some promoter from out of state. He's just going around doing the bookings for Wale and he booked our venue. And I said, do you have his information? And they was like, we can't really give you that. I went tripping. I said, okay, cool. So, boom, it's like February, close to the Super Bowl. I'm in this group chat with one of my friends, with two of my friends or whatever. And they like, you know, what y'all going to be doing next month? And somebody in the group chat said, well, Penn opening for Wale. I said, well, nah, we don't know that. And I was like, I ain't heard nothing since, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think I'm opening for Wale. And then next thing I know, I, I don't know, I got in one of those little moods. Because I started thinking about it. I'm like, dang, bro, I really said I was going to do this, and I'm not going to be able to do it. So I delete Instagram, Twitter, all that. You know how when you get in the mood, you just try and go ghost for a little bit. And so I deleted all that. And I prob- I'm probably off all social medias for like a week. You know, a week later, it's like probably a week before March, because I remember Wale was coming March 1st. This is a week. I still don't know. I don't have any information about the Wale thing. In my mind, it's not happening. I get on uh back on instagram and i have a dm from this random page it looks like a spam page but they say hey we bringing wale to little rock we want to see if you open up for him i'm thinking man somebody's playing with me the page don't got that many followers they're not getting that many engagement you know that much engagement i'm like it is what it is so i i leave them on scene and then you know probably a, a day later i'm out with my homeboys i got an email from an email address associated with that page, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? We um we bringing Wale to Little Rock. We need to move on this fast. I'm trying to see if you want to open up for him. And, you know, I'm still thinking they plan. So I just say, man, let me go click on Wale's other show dates. And sure enough, I click on the show dates, and I'm seeing these people, uh, the same name. Um, I'm seeing them on his flyers for every show that's in the South. And I said, this is for real. So I'm I'm over here like kind of like, damn, why didn't I respond to these people two days ago? So I message him and he leaves me, he sees the message immediately, but does not respond for like three days. So for the next three days, I'm sweating like I'm mad. I'm like, bro, I had the chance and I blew it because I did not respond to this man because I thought it was fake. Probably it's while it's coming uh february uh, march 1st it's probably february like 27 26 and we in the fourth quarter yeah we like it's serious now i said damn it bro he ain't responded yet and so he messages me here's my number call me real fast i call him he like yo bro pretty much this is what i'm gonna do i got some uh tickets down at the hall he was like i'm currently in alabama because that's where they was from he was like i got some tickets down at the hall you go pick them up you go sell them. Send me your logo. We putting your name on this flyer. And he was like, well, pretty much he was like people didn't wasn't just pulling up. He was like at the Wale show. He's like, all our other shows are sold out. But at this show in Little Rock, you know, he was like, it's not sold out yet. And we want to bring more people to Little Rock, big people. But he was like, I'm trying to see if we can, you know, if Little Rock has a viable resource for us. So he gives me like some tickets or whatever. And he was like, I really just want to see what you can do. And it's two days before the show now. And, you know what I'm saying? That's when he finally gives me the tickets. So I'm selling tickets. I'm waking up at, like, I got them on hand, so people have to meet up with me. I'm waking up at 5 a.m. I wasn't getting back to the crib every day 
because uh, I took off from work from the next two days just so I could sell tickets. I wasn't getting back to the crib to probably three in the morning every Damn. single day. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm just selling tickets. This is nonstop. People hit me up at like two in the morning. Hey, bro, where you at, bro? You still selling tickets? Is it too late? I'm, at, I'm working this overnight shift at the hospital. Can you pull up on me? And I'm pulling up on people left and right. And they told, you know, so March 1st come around, day of the show, they told me in those two days I was responsible for an eighth of the people being there as far as ticket sales. Mm. So I saw, you know, an eighth of the crowd. I was about, I think, I, I know by myself, I think I sold, no cap. Shoot, we talking, what? In, a, in two days, I think I sold about 200 tickets on hand, just like foot going, you know, back and forth. Damn. So that's that was a lot of people in that room. I think it was about 1,600 people in there. In there, So, yeah, the math works out. So, any who's, you know, that that's how that happened. Like, and I asked the guy, I said, bro, how did you hear about me? And he said, really, bro? I wanted to get somebody to open up for Wale or whatever uh, in Little Rock. And he was like, I was just scrolling through Arkansas artists. And he was like, and your name popped up. And I heard your music. And I thought you was was good. Cause I had given up, it, you know what I'm saying? In my mind, I was like, damn, bro. You know, I tried, you know, I reached out to all the people I could reach out to. And once I let it alone, guy came in and was like, yo, here you go. That's what's up, man. That is, that's crazy. It's, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's you what's know? up. And yeah, I'm a firm believer. Though. I'm a firm believer. Like real, I'm a firm believer in what's for you is for you. And what's not is not. So yeah. that was yeah. for you. Yeah. That you know is. I didn't, like I say, people was thinking I pulled some kind of political thing or, you know, like. My nigga was out here uh, getting it. Stop playing. Yeah. He was I, out. Three o'clock nah, in the morning. Getting it. I said, Stop bro, playing. I didn't, you know, that, I, I earned that one. It wasn't nothing. I just, I knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. It just happened like that. Um, and it was a blessing, bro. You know, and, you know, um, you know, I got to meet the people and, you know, everybody was cool. Cool. Who's your favorite artist right now? Hello? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I said who's your favorite <laughs> artist? Who who um, peeing who peeing riding around listening to right now? Oh, um right now I'm currently listening to West Side Boogie. I don't know if you guys know him. Um he's an artist from uh Compton, California. Okay. He's pretty dope. I think, you know, he just, I don't know. I like people who kind of like rap about like, just, you know, I, I think I like people who are very introspective, you know, so you can look at yourself and not only see the good and you, but see the parts that you can improve on. And when you can put that in song, I think that's really cool. So I ride around to him. Um, who else am I really listening to? As a late man, I'm not going to lie to you. We've been, I've been working on like music. So I try not to listen to a lot of artists because I'll end up getting heavily influenced by them and I don't want to create a song that sounds like theirs. Mm. So like um I really been riding around. I listen to like my producers when they send me beats and that's been like the vibe for the last 6 months. Um I'm not going to lie to you. I was telling one of my people a lot of the anticipated projects of this year that I was looking forward to listening to they all kind of like let me down a little bit. Like every single project that I was like, "Dang, this is a big project. I'm excited to hear." It. I wasn't really like just coming back to it like I thought I would be. So yeah, okay, okay. So what about locally? Do you listen to anybody locally? Uh, yeah, I'm tapped into a lot of people locally. Um, I'm tapped into No Plans. I'm sure you guys know them. Um, you know BT, uh, yeah. KP, DZ, um, Space. 
I say I'm tapped in as far as their music goes. I got a good friend by the name of uh, Como Sasaki. He's really talented. Um, my boy Two Tone that I work with all the time. He's really talented. There's a rapper by the name of Lucky Blue. Um, he's pretty good. Man, I say I'm, I'm really tapped into everybody. I try to make sure, like, no BS. I really do try to make sure I support everybody. So I, I stream everybody's music that I can that I see. If I see you on Instagram or Twitter or wherever, and you from the city, I'ma listen to your music. And you know, that go across the whole genre. It can be drill. It can be J Cole type rap. Whatever it is you do, I'ma listen to it. Okay. So yeah. that's a supportive yes. brother. A supportive Bro, brother. You gotta support, man. I I think that's um. You know, people talk about that all the time, but that's why Arkansas, um, that's why I say I don't really like those best lists because I think for Arkansas, I think they're divisive. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we're big enough to have like a, a best, you know, because and then when you get to a certain level of big, the, the the bigger cities don't sit around arguing about who's the best. You know, in L.A., man, it's a billion rappers, so they don't really run around saying who's the best as far as like making lists. In Atlanta, there's a billion rappers. They don't run around saying who's the best. They just help each other out. Man, that'd be my mindset. That's a fact. It is. Yeah. Rap bar that lives rent free in your head. Oh dang! Now I gotta, I gotta think. <laughs> um, dang. Um, hold up, cause you know it, it just be so many. Let me see. Let me see. Um. Let me see. I, I like Scheme, so I say, once again, I'm listening to West Side Boogie a lot. He got a song called um, LOL SMH, and he say, yeah, that water under the bridge, just use that shit as a charter. Uh, no, my friendship can always be a harbor or some shit like that, but if you just listen to what he's saying, every single line has something to do with water, and it's I like that. Like, he say, yo, that water under the bridge, just use that shit as a charter. May my friendship be forever be a harbor. You know, like, it's just, he just keeps going. So I like schemes or whatever. And outside of that shit, like, just, oh, you know what? Take that back. Take all the lyrics. <laughs> you know, you know a, a line is living in my head right now? I can't cap. You thought I was feeling you? Hey! You a month. I <laughs> oh, my God. What I tell so you, Raven? What no. I tell you, Raven? What it's I like trying you. to get fetched to happen. I do not like that word. I, bro, I say that so <laughs> much. I be at work and I be like, bro, why am I singing this? You thought I was feeling you? That's hey, much. I say I, all day. I'm telling her that every time I talk to Raven, I tell her that. I'm like, dude, that's it's that stuck in my irritating. head. It's so irritating. <laughs> it is a earworm. I say, I don't know the rest of the song. No shade to her, but like, that first line, you thought I was feeling you, that nigga a munch. Bitch, I'm a baddie. I get what I want. Like, I say, yeah. That's funny. Right here. <laughs> So I take that out. I was gonna take y'all down like super. Let's look at bars and but <laughs> that is a line that I say. Like no, nah, that's hood rap. Ain't that wrong with? It. I told you, Raven. It's too catchy, man. No, it's too I catchy. still ain't heard that song to this day. It's catchy. Um, I think she's going. You know, I think I think she's really benefiting off TikTok. I think you know TikTok is showing the power they can create like a superstar out of nowhere. Cause yeah, facts. I don't think that song would be as big if it wasn't for TikTok. That's a fact. I seen her performing after that part. Everybody just went. To it see. gets it gets quiet. <laughs> you know, it gets quiet because that's all we know. We know you thought I was feeling you. That nigga much, and that's really like we could really break that down on some shit. But it's like um, it's just people. You know, we're creating as artists. I think 
artists are starting to create songs just for the sake of TikTok value. And that's cool. Right. The, the pro is, you know, yeah, it gets you popping. But the con is they only know the piece of it that's going to be on TikTok. Yep. Like that Buss It challenge, you know. That's a whole song. But all I know is Buss It. But that's it, you know. Or, you know, Munch. Or, you know, it can go, you know, on and on as far as the songs. Yep. That's a fact. So, you know, it's, you know, it's got its exchange. It's like, yeah, you're going to get popping, but are you popping for who, what you're creating? Or are you popping because it's trendy right now? So. Yeah. I understand. Everybody can't get into lyrics. I was listening to your music the other day because, of course, I be trying to troll, right? Yeah. <laughs> trying to go through your lyrics. And so here, if I hear some ghetto shit when I so when we did this interview, um, you know, I'd be like, what that mean? But the whole time I couldn't really find it. And I was like, this nigga's like a J. Cole. So <laughs> it was this one. And I swear to God, I had called, I had text D because I was like, bro, this nigga just said, hold on, let me get it right. Let me get it right. Because I was going through your old music. And it was like, we was for the ball together, but you fouled me. No, 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 no. What was it? You, it was like, we was for the ball together. Um, Damn, hold on. What was it? Say it. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Um, you know what I'm talking about. We was for the ball together, and it was something about it was like you was talking about playing ball and being in a relationship where she wronged you at the same time. Yeah, she uh, we posted ball, but you was out here moving foully. Some shit I can't remember what I said. Yeah. I know the song you talking about though. It's called um the front slash high feel if that's the one yeah yeah that one i download you definitely download that i was like damn i record i rewinded that shit like three times i was like damn yeah go <laughs> on yeah. yeah i be i be trying to talk man i really be you know that's my you know everybody got their niche man i realized i wasn't really um i'm not a like you know I don't know how to make the party song, you know what I'm saying? So it's cool. But I do know how to make the songs that you, you know what I'm saying? I know how to make the songs you can play for your parents. I know how to make the songs you can play for your hoes. So I was <laughs> like, you know, let me go ahead and, you know, that's what I'm good at. So, like, I just said, you know, I'm going to play the, I got the aesthetic piece. Like, it's like when you when you hanging out with a girl, you hanging out with a guy, whatever, and you're trying to impress them, you be like, hey, you ain't hurt, you ain't hurt a bro, bro hard, you know, and they be like, it makes them look like, it makes you look like you have a good music taste. That's the kind of music I make. You ain't, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, you ain't heard Penn Davis? Then you show me you look like you have a good taste in music. I fuck with it. <laughs> I fuck with it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing around, bro. No, but, like, uh, I know what you're talking about, because you ever be like, well, not y'all, but like, for as women, I know it's like, um, if we be like, uh, we don't like J. Cole, niggas would like stop talking to you right then. Like yeah. you done. You're done. Yeah. Like what? What bitch? Yeah. yeah. Like that <laughs> yeah. type of loyalty. Yeah. I yeah. I I I don't get that as far as why guys do that, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, nah, I just I just try to make the music, you know what I'm saying? It's um I try to make the music that I can make, you know, the music that's that's made for me. It's, I'm not really a dude that you're gonna catch at like parties and stuff like that because I have like a very short social meter. So I hang around a lot of my friends or whatever and I just try to make the music, you know, that I like and then I think, you know, if you can take I'm really good at marketing, I'm really good at like digital marketing. So I just realized, you know, there's other people in the world like me. So if I can take the music I like and get it into the faces of those people. And that's what I try to do. That's dope. That's dope. So, man, I got a question. So, outside of rapping, mm -hmm. 
and you know you teach what what is something that you like doing that don't nobody know that you know how to do magic <laughs> <laughs> like for real for real like for real like magic tricks and shit like that Okay. Like, what you mean? Like, no, no, no. He got to explain. What do you mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you take an egg and you have it in the air and then you make the egg disappear. Or, you know, like... How? Okay. How do you be doing how? <laughs> what do you do? I mean, come on. I can't give away my secrets. You can't know? tell the secret. <laughs> you can't do that. But that's something, like, I really I really be practicing on or whatever. I really think it's cool. Um you know what I'm saying? I'm a nerd at heart, so when I see that kind of stuff, I used to see like street magi- magicians in different cities, and I'm like, bro, that is so clean. So it's just something I practice. Um, also grilling, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I really like to grill, and I don't just go around bragging about that, so I can, I'm really good at grilling. I've been teaching myself somewhat of a grill master. <laughs> so right. magic and grilling. Um, what's some other stuff I do that people don't know that I can do? Um... Shoot, man. I don't know. It's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Um, I write poetry outside of music. I mean, I know that's kind of closely connected, but like, I really, I, that's really another passion of mine. Um, I like to fish. You know what I'm saying? I'm really good at that. I'm just a chill dude, bro. But like I said, I got a whole lot of hobbies or whatever. Um, I also like I like to um. I like to like read a lot, but I'm really big on like reading like, you know, crime and mystery type stuff. So you might catch me with something like that or whatever, listening to crime podcasts and things like that. Those are the kind of things I be on. You listen to Sisters Who Kill? There you go. I just came across (laughs) them on, um, you know, I just came across them on a TikTok, I think it was. And so like I was coming from New Orleans and I just put on one of their episodes. I think I listened to episode. They were like some girl who hit a homeless guy, and she left the homeless guy hanging halfway. Out. Like she she hit the homeless guy, like a, she was drunk at night or whatever, and she was scared. She started freaking out, so she drove back to her house with the homeless guy through the windshield, you know. And she drove there, and she just parked her car in the garage and went in the house. It went in the house. I'm telling you, like I'm talking about in the chokehold. Will have me in a chokehold every weekend. It's, it's real, yeah. They're really good. Sisters who kill are really good. So that's crazy. You knew that because I be tell I've been telling people about that podcast for the last week, and everybody's acting like they didn't know what I was talking about. No, okay. we definitely have talked. Like we done <laughs> talk, said they name on this podcast like three or four times, and like no. I sent them waste beats because I make waste beats. I sent them waste beats one time. Like yeah. I love them. Yeah, no, they're really good. They're really they good. Are. They got people down here in Arkansas. They they do. Mm-hmm. Cause they covered that. Um, you know, you remember that situation that happened at UAPB? Uh, where that girl she had killed. Um, she, and she was like a lawyer too. That's what was so messed up. She's she in jail. It didn't happen not too long ago. It happened in like, uh, maybe a ten, eleven, nine, oh nine, something like that. But they had covered that, and it was like, yeah, we got people in Lake Village or whatever. Uh, um, man, send me that episode because I I'm not familiar with that one. For sure, I'm definitely when we get off here, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send to you. Uh, but yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, I got nothing. okay. Let me tell you, I got when I was trolling, right? Mm-hmm. This is what I called it. This is what I came up on. So, uh, May eighth, two thousand twenty-one, and December sixteenth, two thousand twenty-one. You tweeted, "Fuck it, I'm about to start scamming." <laughs> <laughs> 
you tweeted that on both these days in this year. Was 2021 taking you down through there or what? Like, what was it? Damn. That, like, so how you find it? Did you type in scamming? Or like, <laughs> like, what was going on? Uh, bro, nigga want money, man. Like, come on, man. I, um, that's, what, that's what it boiled down to. You know, I'd be like, yeah, I be I be trying to live this uh, upstanding life where I go to work every day, you know what I'm saying, and you know come back and you know earn my money. But then I I get on social media, and I see like people talking about they making you know thirty forty racks in a week, and they sit at the crib, and you know they're not doing no basic entrepreneurial shit. They doing something else. I'm like shit. I almost said fuck it. I'm finna start scamming. God, <laughs> what do I have to do? Oh, uh, you know, so I just need, but see, I got the kind of luck where I really know I would get caught and be the example. You know what I'm saying? So if I start, <laughs> that, that's I would exactly how live, I feel, man. And they would I take feel. me through the ringer. Like, I just see it on um, Channel 7. Former Little Rock School District teacher, <laughs> you know, they they would take me through the ringer. So I was like, you know what, bro? Let me just chill, you know, but I'm gonna imagine that I was a scammer. So if I if I think if I think on it hard enough, I prove and I can manifest though. So if I manifest that I have the money of a scammer, it'll come to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that, man. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's just a thought. Yeah, it's just a thought, man. You know what I'm saying? But I would I really act on it? No, but shit. It would be nice. That's crazy. I'm so curious. Like <laughs> that, that's crazy that you found that. Yeah, you know. She's a like, woman. That's my job. They different. My yeah. thing. So, yeah. so man, what what would you say? You know, throughout your life or whatever, what's been your most humbling experience? Uh, my most humbling experience. Hmm. I shit being poor, man. You know what I'm saying? I um, shit, just how I grew up, man. I uh, I have a really exceptional like childhood. You know, um where I was I was you know some people would look at it as unfortunate and I don't want to overshare on this podcast but uh some people look at it as unfortunate the way I grew up but I look back and it was a blessing you know what I'm saying there was times when um we I was I was super poor um at one point in time I didn't get to grow up with my family I had to uh go to foster care for a little bit and then you know I was um adopted by my grandmother and my aunt and I was raised by them but I was put in such a uh, position where I was still blessed enough to be uh, around my mom, who just at the time couldn't provide the things that she needed to provide as a as a parent. So, growing up like that, man, you know, I got to I got to really see like you know so many sides of people. I got to I got to learn what it's like to be empathetic to people's plights because for a long time, you know, going into my my teen years and stuff like that, I harbored. So, you know some hard feelings towards my mom but as I got older I was just able to see her as a uh, as a human you know and with her own life before me and her you know what I'm saying and and things that she goes through and then I got to see other people with, with their own things my aunt who raised me my aunt didn't have any kids before she raised me so she kind of took me in and I was like her first child um, along with me and my other siblings so just imagine not having any kids then one day you have four kids you know, so Man. I got to, you know, so, and they're not babies. They're like, one of them is, you know, you know, some of them are babies and then some of them aren't. So it just taught me, you know, 
how to see it from so many different people's point of view and how to be empathetic and, you know, just be patient in life. So I'm really blessed to say that, you know, I, I went through some some really hard life conditions early on. And so it taught me now that I'm grown, bro, I did that when I was five, six, seven, eight, nine. I can do anything now. Um, even when I was in middle school, I, um, I, I was, you know, rebellious then so much so to the point where I got recommended for expulsion in seventh grade. Um, I had to repeat the sixth grade because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. And then fast forward to ninth grade, I'm in all advanced classes. It wasn't because I wasn't smart. It was just because at the time I just didn't think it was worth doing. But all right. that shit taught me something. You know what I'm saying? It just taught me. It just taught me, you know, more about myself, and it taught me how to how to you know see everything from multiple perspectives. So by the time I was you know, 18, I've done a lot of, I've seen a lot of traumatic shit and a lot of real shit that most people won't get to experience. So it just told me, yeah, well, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. So that's dope. That is. That's amazing. I say I won't overshare. I'm not going to, you know, just trauma dump on y'all. But like, it just, yeah, you know, you see, you get to see and you, you, you know, you just figure out, bro, there's, there's nothing I can't do. And when, so when I say that, um, I wholeheartedly mean that, like, you know, I think I could real deal just step out and you can tell me to do whatever and I could I could make it happen. Any any time I needed to make something happen, I always made it happen. So Okay. So what can we expect from your next album? Like your future? Where can where do you see yourself in the next five, ten years? In the next five or ten years, it's my goal to be you know, own as far as music goes, first and foremost. Um, I would love to be able to do this independently without a major record label. And I know that I can, because one of my little hustles that I do with music right now is I sell CDs. People don't do that anymore. And to be, I don't know why they don't do that. They're missing out on so much money because when Pete, you can get a hundred streams and get, you know, half a penny for it. All it takes is one person buying your $10 album and you got $10 in your hands. You know what I'm saying? So in Little Rock right now, I did that at least four, five hundred times. So in the next couple of years, I see myself selling a hundred thousand CDs. You know what I'm saying? Physically. Um, and you do the math ten times a hundred. You know, that is what it is. Um, I see myself being able to support my family. And most importantly, what I want to do, I want to come back because I'm still a teacher at heart. I want to make some adult literacy campaigns outside of music. Like, I really want to make an adult, like, literacy center because so many adults, like, real deal can't read. And you think that when you're texting these people that they're just using text language until you're sitting with them and you're like, oh, no, they really struggle with reading. But it's embarrassing to to admit as an adult because people just laugh at you. But I want to create institutes within Little Rock where those people can actually get um, literacy reformation. Mm. That's dope. He honorable. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. Like, I feel like a bad person. Like, am I not doing enough? <laughs> nah, man. I, I, I love to hear it, man. Nah, right. no shit like that, bro. It's just, you know, I, you know, we put here, man. I think, um, at least for, I, I, I know everybody, but specifically for me, I think that, you know, I got some kind of like, divine uh purpose for being here and i think god really put me here first off to experience teaching i had to experience what it was and then know the changes that i want to make within it 
And I think he gave me the talent and the platform to do that. He gave me a talent to make more money so I can use this to make a, a goulash of money and come back and do what I'm supposed to do as far as helping out people. And I feel like literacy, just basic reading, is one of the like key things to be successful in life. A lot of people like a lot of people really struggle with reading and that hinders them on job uh, opportunities or maybe they get a big job where they're getting a lot of money but you can't read the contract that you're signing so now you're getting right you know what i'm saying uh what i teach there in in an ideal world probably not um because you know i'm saying i will i don't know how to teach adults I'm not going to lie to you. Like, my focus is middle school, but I want to hire people that specialize in adult teaching um, Mm -hmm. and who also specialize in early education teaching, so, like, pre-K and kindergarten. That way they can teach them the phonetics and then teach them how to transition into the adult world. I just want to be able to provide those people with the resources and pay them adequately to do so. That's amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. That's beautiful. That's some good stuff right there. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm excited for this already. I'm excited. Oh, you said album. <laughs> oh, yeah, album. Um, yeah, we're working on the album. Uh, this next piece or whatever. It's um, it's a special one. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 really deep. Um, I don't. It's hard for me to talk about it. You guys are the first time I'm actually getting to talk about it to somebody outside of my friend group. So I'm trying to figure out how much to say about it. Um, but it's. It's pretty much just a concept album, uh, so it's got a storyline to it. You can think like Good Kid, Mad City. Like Man, one that's one of my favorite stories. albums, bro. One of it's, my favorite albums. Yeah, it's, it's in that lane, bro. Um, and it's about, um, it's just about, without revealing the plot, it's about four kids pretty much, um, you know, carpooling to work one day and something completely out of the normal happens. I'm, I can't reveal what that is. And the song's kind of like, you know, fit into what they're experiencing during the day. Um, and we're supposed to finish writing it in September. It's our goal to have it out um, beginning of 2022. But I got to, I don't just put out shit no more. I'm at the point in my um, career now where I've learned as a music artist, you really got to be a content creator these days too. So we creating like a solid rollout. Like we finna get, you know, like people really gonna feel like they getting the album and not just, hey, you know what I'm saying? Go click the link in my bio. Right. Because, I mean, bro, you're defeating the point, man. You work so hard, and I, I hate that. I'm sorry I'm going on a tangent, but people work so hard, and then they just be so passive when they put out. You know, you worked for months on this project. You put it out, and then you want to be cool because you got a fear of rejection. So you just like, hey, y'all, y'all go check out my project. Nah, bro, stand ten toes down on that shit, bro. Like, if you feel like you got some shit, because I know I feel like I got some shit. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, and I'm going I'm to I'm root for it, because if you don't root for what you, your product, nobody else is going to. That's a fact. Like, you feel like your waist beads is hard, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So you're going to push it. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't just be like, yo, if y'all want to buy my waist beads, you can. I mean, it is. You know? But music artists are different. They kind of be like that, you know, because they see their favorite rapper. Like, they see Drake just post and say, yeah, y'all go straight. But, you know, Drake had to put in 20 years before he be able to do that. So. That's a fact. It's a fact. That's a fact. I love to hear, man. That's some real positive shit, man. You done got on here and talk your shit, Pen. It was, Hi, bro. Come <laughs> on, man. I'm just, you know, bro. I'm really, I just, I'm ready for niggas to start bossing the fuck up, bro. Like, I really, that's 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 what I want niggas to do, bro. I feel like 
you know, some real shit. I feel like a lot of times black people we don't get we don't get to see a lot of good shit just off the simple fact of we got all these barriers in our way, you know what I'm saying? And life is already hard. So like I remember watching an interview from Tupac and he said by the age of 30, like life's like the life gets sucked out of black men. And he was like, niggas don't even wanna wanna work as hard as they used to. They just go to work and come home. And it's like you look around, you don't see no loud ass 30 year olds, you know what I'm saying? But I I want niggas to, you know, get to their goals, either in their 20s or their 30s. But, you know, we only here for a short time, so do what the fuck you want to do. Fuck all the other bullshit, bro. Big facts. Big facts. So, yeah. Raven. Mm-hmm. You ready, ready for the question of the day? I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm ready to hear you know we response. do the question of the day. Yeah, I, I know. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, okay. So... Um, if someone had to rap on your behalf, Pen. Yeah. And a we're in a death rap battle match. Yeah. So you gonna die yeah. if they lose. Yeah. So who would you choose? Nick Cannon or Chingy? <laughs> well, y'all nah, hell nah. I, I, see, because I'm thinking in my head before you said that, I thought I got to come up with like a person. Nah, I already nah, had nah. my guy. Bro. Nah. I, I we gonna we can't play with Chingy like that, man. I told you, this Nick like Nick Cannon, <laughs> he don't have no hits, man. Like, you know, and then I got a personal gripe with Nick Cannon, like personally, you know. So, I've been what did Nick Cannon do to you? I've been holding some beef with him since I was like in eleventh grade. He used to have his <laughs> website for like rappers or whatever, and so it's called like Incredible, and so he was like he was gonna. And I'm I say all this jokingly. I don't really have no problems with the man, but he was um he was gonna sign like a rapper or whatever you know and i'm like in 11th grade you know so i'm like oh man you know it is what it is so i send in my little music or whatever and he you know he messaging me back like yo you know what i'm saying this shit dope blah blah, blah. or or somebody on his behalf you know it might have been that way then and so i'm thinking i'm finna like you know what i'm saying he's finna fly me out i'm finna sign this deal and be out of school you know because that was my main focus i ain't want to be in high school i'm like i'm finna be out of here this nigga sends me a t-shirt <laughs> and, I was, and, it, and it had his like logo on it I said bro what the fuck am I supposed to do with this and that's the only thing I ever got out of that website and so I just as soon as I got that t-shirt we just uh uninstalled that shit I said yeah bro I'm deactivating my account <laughs> so with that said, I'm, and plus people say I look like Chingy you know so it is what it is so I'm gonna pick Chingy Okay. As long as he do the chicken head, that he gonna rock the show out. I right? say he actually got a hit. It's a what's that? You could roll with me if you was my lady. What's hey, I, uh, what was that? One call, come, one call away. Yeah, one call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That song hard. <laughs> for me. I ain't even gonna hold you. And he, you know the way he come in, and it was weird how we man hug. I said, yeah, he's sliding. <laughs> 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 that's funny yeah okay. that's a fact so you know I gotta do my little Martin Luther King Raven yeah you know, I, but but they're just talking to Pen, man that just you know I'm, I'm real yeah cause on, how you gonna top that but he what wants to build a whole adult literacy center top that but let's go but, like what you know if, if when you when people listen to this interview learn man whatever it is that's that you put here for man find it you know yeah. go after your purpose and even if Thanks. you don't necessarily know what your purpose is because and that's okay don't be discouraged by that whatever it is you passionate about 
Find right. something that you truly passionate about that you love to do and follow that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and it it all correlates the same way. So definitely yeah. going into the weekend, man, look into that, you know, and continue to build, man. We just trying to grow around here. That's all right. it is, man. Just yeah. trying to grow and get better. That was a really inspiring right. interview, actually. Like that I'm, makes I'm, you want to get your shit together. That's Thank some good shit. For sure. Yeah. Man, I do really want to appreciate you, man. But honestly. From the bottom of my heart, man, taking the time to come over here, man, showing some love, man. Definitely. For real. Nah, it's all good, man. Y'all got a like I got a dope thing going on here, man. I look forward to seeing how it booms in the next couple of months, man. Stop it to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Thank you. Ain't no problem, man. Definitely, man. But hey, y'all already know what it is, man. I'm your boy D Walk. And I'm Lady Ray, and this is the Champagne and Sugar Cookies Podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got two lost this